Talk that talk. Talking about... That's what I'm talking about. Are you talking to me? Talk that talk. Provided by Off The Hook. The platform for the people. Step into the studio and talk that talk. Get off the sidelines, man. Keep on talking in the free world. Good evening, kind sir. Greetings and salutations. This is Talk That Talk, the official live fan reaction show provided by Off The Hook, before and after every Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, and WWE Pay-Per-View. So here we are, what is it, Monday, May 9th? Correct, sir. The Raw after so-called WrestleMania backlash. Yes. And if I may, um, just uh, I would like to clear up a little thing that we had discussed yesterday in regards to Mr. Roman Reigns himself. Okay. Um, more news has come out about that video that was circulating um, that I know got our attention and we did speak about it yesterday. Um, so what he meant in regards to that, he is not leaving the WWE anytime soon. Um, he did sign currently a new contract to stay in WWE. The What he meant by he may he may not be back is the fact that this new deal consists of less uh, in-house shows and more televised shows. So he will not be touring a lot and doing a lot of in-house shows and being gone for weeks and weeks on end to all different places. You will see him more on TV and less in-house shows. So that's what he meant by saying he may not be back. His career is taking a different path and that's what it's going off of. I'm super relieved to hear that. So uh, I haven't been online very much today. So I'm really honestly and sincerely super relieved to hear that. And it all makes sense now because as we talked about last night, it felt very uncharacteristic of Roman Reigns, even though I did, you know, give my honest opinion last night on chastising him for certain things and over the years and praising him for others. So it wasn't out of the realm of possibility that he might have blindsided the WWE or what have you. But I'm really happy to hear it because I'm happy to hear that from a character perspective, not WWE character, like a human character perspective, that he wasn't doing something that I didn't agree with. Two, uh, then it goes to 180, like a nice gesture to cities that he may not be back in, like cities that might... What city was that in? Okay, so... New Jersey. Uh, it was a small town in New Jersey that he was in. Uh, that they had done a house show in. That's uh, why he said he may not be back there. Right. So that's all class, right? All class. Then it goes exact opposite for him to acknowledge the crowd that way, show him some love. And if, in fact, that is the last time or one of the last times he's ever there, then good on Roman Reigns for doing that. And I agree with the move because when you're building... When you're building up to the pinnacle, which is where he is at now, then, you know, you can't complain, nor did he. You're traveling the country and a lot of times the world doing tons and tons of house shows and putting in massive amounts of work to get to the top. And then when you're there, less wear and tear on your body. And I mean, I agree with this move, Darren. I don't know how you feel uh, as far as house shows, even though we love I've seen Roman Reigns numerous times at house shows. I loved it. And I've seen him at like, you know, bigger events. But Makes sense, right? Like at some point in time, 
you got to make a transition in order to preserve the superstar, right? Like you can't have him, you can't have him wearing down or getting injured. So more televised shows, you know, of course the pay-per-views. I agree with the move and I thought it was all class by Roman and I'm really glad that you shared that with us. Yeah. So I uh, I just I just happened to read it today and I thought, okay, you know what? We'll we'll break it on the show and uh, keep it going that way. Um, hey Shane. Yes, sir. Um, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin or Sami Zayn? Who would you pick? <laughs> is, it, is this a trick? Is this a trick question? Who would I pick to do what? No. Just in general. Just in general. See, this is this is what I'm going to do with you. Is I, I'm setting you up in a game for a game right now against with, with me, just to see where this goes. I will explain it all to okay. you when the game is done. Fair enough. Uh, uh, it, whether it was to play Scrabble with, to uh, fucking. Uh, I will explain to you the 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 reason I'm doing this. I have I have played myself, so I have done it all. So over the course of the shows in the next few days, next weeks, I will be asking you random questions like this just to see what you say to me. Okay, Stone Cold, hundred percent, all day, every day. And okay. I love Sami Zayn, but we're talking about Stone Cold yes. Steve Austin. All right. Perfect. I will. I will periodically just randomly shoot questions at you. All right. I like this. I like it. Okay. I like it a lot. <laughs> no worries. It's nothing bad. I promise. And even if it was, man, I'm all in. All right. Okay. So we're gonna go into uh, last week, of course, because we don't have a lot of time. Um, of course, you and I were absent last week. Um, so uh, I tried to watch as much as I can, but we'll go off of what we know of. Um, so we were in Greensboro, North Carolina at Greensboro Coliseum last week. Um, and our first match of the night was, um, Elias and the Street Profits versus Kevin Owens and Alpha Academy. Uh, thank you. Choose! You know, you gotta think though, like anytime you get Alpha Academy and, and Kevin Owens, that, that sounds like a really good team to me, no matter how you look at it. You know? Um, you know, it's funny because I was reading up on, on certain matches about last week, just to clear my mind again. And and they say that the uh, the what did they say it was? They said that it was um the the they had beaten the um like sort of like the bad team, and I, I I didn't really think that the 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 street profits had turned to the bad side. Really, I didn't. I, I don't think they have. Have you? Oh, what they were trying to say that they, they were the bad guys, like they were the heels. Yeah. So so yeah, the heels exactly. So, so they said the babyface trio won, which was Kevin Owens and Alpha Academy. I, I don't know if if you could call the street profits heels. No, I think that uh, I I agree with you, and I mean, you know. Here's the thing, is that we've seen over the years, there are certain wrestlers, certain superstars that, you know, I don't like to put everybody in those categories. And there's certain wrestlers that sort of are fluid as far as, you know, where they are on the side of the fans, where they are in the business. Kevin Owens is a perfect example. You know, Roman Reigns, of course, was a perfect example. John Cena was a perfect example for the love of God, right? Like, you know, John Cena, John Cena's chant. John Cena is one of the most popular wrestlers ever. 
And, and what's John Cena's chant? John Cena sucks. Or Cena sucks. Come on. So I agree with you. I don't like, you know. Yep. I'm glad yep. you addressed him properly. We're all walking with Elias. Right? So I don't know. I don't, first of all, I don't like them associating individuals with tag teams that are established. So right off the bat, no matter what worked and what didn't, don't like it. Two, I agree with you, is that I think that that's just sort of up for grabs as far as who are the quote-unquote good guys and who are the quote-unquote bad guys. The people love the Street Profits. Love Right from from what from my perspective, I don't know when anyone stopped loving the Street Profits. The WWE Universe loves the Street Profits, and then Kevin Owens. I think the WWE Universe is somewhat divided uh, with Kevin Owens. But uh, so no, I agree with you 100. I love everyone involved here. You know, I do love. Uh, I like Elias. I don't like this whole new angle, and I don't like pairing individuals with tag teams, especially where you know Kevin. The disrespect from Kevin Owens just continues to roll on. I'll say that. Yes, exactly. It does. Um, all right. We're going to move on to Veer Mahan against Burt Hansen. Um, and, of course, Veer Mahan, as we know, has has destroyed everybody in his path uh, since debuting um, at the Raw after WrestleMania. And yet again, he did it last week to Burt Hansen um, and just, just under – just – at a minute and a half. Um, and of course, you know, completely wrecked him with the cervical clutch and then continued to, uh, and then reapplied the same submission hold after uh, the match was over. So yet again, Veer Mahan absolutely destroys this guy again. And, and like, and, and, and in my thoughts, like how much longer are we going to go with having this dude face random fucktards that are what, basically off the streets doing nothing? Like, who the hell is Burt Hansen? Who's the hell's the other guys that he's been fighting? Like, these guys are nobodies. Let's get him into somebody that can actually maybe challenge him and give him some kind of a match that would be actually worth watching rather than having him in the ring for a minute and a half, two minutes, just utterly destroying random dudes that have no chance in, to save their life. Agreed 100%. You know, Bert Hansen, actually, I know Bert Hansen. That's the irony of the whole thing. Right. So Bert Hampson makes my subs. I go to Subway usually on a Wednesday or whatever. And he's the guy who makes my subs. So, you know, all the power to him. He shows up on WWE Monday Night Raw. But is this really who we want in the ring with Veer Mahan? The answer is no. And we do not. We're done with this nonsensical foolishness. And what exactly are we establishing here? That Veer Mahan can beat up sandwich artists? This is not impressive. Further to that point, how deep is the WWE roster. What are we doing? What are we saying when I thought that we were in the big leagues? I thought that this was the top of the mountain. What kind of message are we sending when, for whatever purpose it may or may not serve, that we're allowing randoms off the street to even grace the WWE ring? It's embarrassing. It really is embarrassing. I'm not for it at all. And, you know, people might joke about it, but I think it's embarrassing. And how about if you're a WWE superstar that has been breaking your back? How about if you're a WWE superstar in the Performance Center right now? And you see Tom Jones or Frankie B or whoever the hell they drag in off the streets getting primetime coverage 
on Monday Night Raw. How do you feel? I'd be disgusted. I'd be I'd be very angry and very disappointed uh, because you're telling me I've been working my ass off, and this is what you're doing to me. You're picking random, you know, Tom Dick and Harrys off the streets to come in and fight these guys when I'm standing here trying to earn a living within the WWE. Why don't you give me a chance rather than you know, like I said, the random Tom Dick and Harry on the streets? Absolutely, I'm over it. I've been over. It. I didn't want it to happen in the first place. Exactly. Um, okay, so we've got Damian Priest uh, versus AJ Styles. Now, of course, this match did have implications as to going into last night's backlash, which was that if AJ Styles had won, um, Damian Priest would have been barred from ringside. Hence, going into last night, why there was no Damian Priest, because AJ Styles did defeat him in 11 minutes exactly uh, last Monday night. Um you know, it, it, to me, it, I, it was a, it was, it was an interesting match. It was a good match. You know, both Damian Priest, AJ Styles, they have their ways. Yet again, you're sort of doing the the bigger against the smaller kind of guy in a little way, not too much. But I thought this was a very good match. Um, of course, you know, Edge did try and get himself into it, tried to distract AJ, AJ, but it, it didn't really work for him in that sense. Um, and of course, you know, AJ picked up the win which then caused Damian Priest to be barred from ringside last night during their match between Edge and AJ Styles. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say here. Um, I I don't like big guys versus little guys. We kind of touched on Edge last night on on where we feel he he sits. So I don't have a lot to say here. I got a lot of respect for Edge's wrestling ability, AJ's wrestling ability, Damian Priest's wrestling ability. AJ and Damian are today. Although Edge was yesterday, uh, figuratively and and, and, uh, relatively, is that, uh, you know, like I said last night, okay, we're going to use Edge now and we're going to use his status and his mouth to transition, not transition, but to catapult Rhea Ripley. Okay, I'm here for that. But as far as this match goes, you know, everyone knows how I feel about that. Not here for big guy, little guy and, and moving on. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. Um, I think it is terrible the way they do it. Um, so we'll move on, of course. Uh, Mustafa Ali versus uh, Theory, Austin Theory, uh, the United States champion, of course, and The Miz in a handicap match. Now, of course, this goes back to two weeks ago. The Miz! The Z-lister. Uh, when uh, Mustafa Ali did return and, um, you know, he did get in their faces matches ended up happening so of course uh, theory and Miz did beat him which was quite shocking actually it was very short it was just under three minutes long this match so i excuse me i kind of thought it was going to be a better match than it was but they completely dominated this match and of course Miz got the the win with a skull crushing finale so it is what it is all I have to say about this, you know, I'm kind of, for some people, this might be, uh, you know, coming from left field, more belts, not less belts. Here's three guys. You know, yes. we all know what the trajectory is supposed to be for Austin Theory. That aside, dumb is Austin Theory. I love Mustafa Ali. Always have. I think he's extremely talented. And I think that, you know, he has star power. I really like him. Always have. And, you know, this is why we need more belts, not less belts, because then you can work around the belt rotation. 
intercontinental belts, both brands, heavyweight belts, both brands, an actual overarching unified title, both brands for heavyweight and intercontinental. Abolish the U.S. title and give us two new titles. And even if you want to keep the U.S. title, like I said, you know, have one on each brand. I'm not here for that. I'd rather a new belt and then have a unified one for that. More belts, not less belts to have all of these people revolve. You got three, you know, The Miz, Austin Theory, and Mustafa Ali, you know, I got love for all of them. As far as wrestlers go, entertainment value, I love them all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then we're going to go into uh, Nikki Trash uh, versus Dana Brooke for the WWE 24-7 Championship. And you're going to be a little upset at this, Shane. Oh, I was going to say, now we're talking. This this is more my speed. We got weddings. We got 24-7 belts. We got all kinds of action. Here we go. Here we we've go. Also got di- we've also got divorces. Whoa. Who's getting a divorce? <laughs> uh, well, uh, so Dana Brooke did go ahead and beat Nikki and retain the title. But after all that was said and done, um, out comes Akira Tozawa, who tried to pin Dana Brooke. Uh, R-Truth pulled him off. He went for the pin. Tamina pulled him off. She went for the pin. Um, and yet Reggie stood there um, and also tried to pin her as well. And <laughs> Reggie tried to pin the wife. Reggie tries to pin the wife. I told you, he's a slippery son of a gun, man. Where she stood up, slapped him, and then um, then told him she wants a divorce. Uh, Listen, and rightfully so. How can you pin the wife? What is Reggie nuts? He's slippery, but are you nuts? And and, and if you're you're so insane that you're going to marry someone to set them up for the long con, Sawyer from Lost, like that, even Sawyer from Lost would be like, way too much buddy like you know you're gonna marry someone in order to get the long con and reel them in and then all of a sudden boom you're gonna pin them try to take the 24 7 ball and didn't even didn't even work and then catch a backhander and divorce papers reggie my man you you know you got to figure out your plan you got to formulate a bit better plan than that less time on picking out your earrings more time formulating plans Exactly. Um, Andre the Giant or Christian? Oh, one. This is Andre the Giant. uh, Christian shouldn't even... uh, Fuck Christian. Andre the Giant, 100%. That's Andre the Giant, man. Did you watch the Andre the Giant HBO Uh, documentary? That was so well done. Yes, I did, yes. Uh, Roddy Piper or Lex Luger? Oh, I hate Lex Luger, first of all. And he lives in the B Leagues. We're in the big leagues. And Rowdy Roddy... So I'm going to take... I'm going to take that as Roddy Piper, though. Yeah, and Roddy Roddy Piper is one of my favorites of all time. And Piper's Pit was just phenomenal. And how about Piper's Pit when we had uh, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan when Andre the Giant ripped his cross off of him? Iconic moment in wrestling history. Yeah. All right, one more for just for just now. Triple H, Braun Strowman. Oh, I mean, Triple H. Like Now, although I didn't quite like Braun Strowman per se in the WWE, like as a character, I mean, and just me having fun, like guys you like, guys you don't like, girls you like, girls you don't like, as far as superstars go. But, you know, uh, I did appreciate Braun Strowman in there, and I'm sad to see him go. But Triple H, uh, I mean, living legend. All right. Uh, that's my questions for now. Um Bobby Lashley versus Cedric Alexander. Um, and of course, you know, we had the uh, wonderful times of MVP and Omos coming out on the stage, MVP taunting Lashley over the mi- uh, the microphones. Um, Alexander, of course, trying to, you know, get at 
Bobby Lashley really quick, but it didn't work because, um, you know, Bobby Lashley puts that hurt lock on and Cedric Alexander is done for. Yeah, and I mean, not not that I don't have a lot to say. It's just that I think that, too, you know, we'll take this offline. You know, I think we need to make more time for our, our tonight stuff because I get uh, – I like to have 50-50 um, times for both of us. Not that we're not having fun here now. I'm just saying is that uh, I don't want to – I could ramble on forever. So I'm just going to say is that, uh, you know, I like the fact that Cedric Alexander's back in the mix, another excellent wrestler. You know, that was 205 Live, right? Um. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's all I'll say yes. about that, really. And then the last quickly match was the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, Asuka, and Liv Morgan versus Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, and Sonya Deville. It was a very entertaining match, I thought. You know, you put a bunch of, you put all these women superstars together. They did a very good job. It was a highly, you know, fought match, I thought. Um, but, of course, you know, Belair, Asuka, and Liv Morgan did come out with the win and it was just over 15 minutes long this match so i quite enjoyed it for the uh for it to be the main event of monday night raw yes we're the main event uh great seeing oscar back really happy to see oscar back love bianca belair love becky lynch i like sonya deville too so uh definitely i'm here for all of that and you know uh, it, it shouldn't be men or women. It should be, you know, the brightest stars or, or sorry, the, yeah, the brightest stars should shine brightest and that's on the main events. And, and I mean, so rightfully so, this should be main event and raw. Uh, Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch are, are the two biggest stars in the room right now for that brand. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to go into tonight and we're going to be in Hartford, Connecticut at the XL Center. Um, of course, it will be the follow from from Backlash as of last from last night. Um, so we're getting two title matches tonight. You know, they put oh, they put title matches on Raw, but they couldn't put enough title matches on Backlash. Um, so Theory is defending the U.S. Championship against Cody Rhodes tonight. Um, RK Bro is defending the tag team titles against the Street Profits, and MVP is hosting the VIP Lounge with. His guest, Omos. So those are the three things that have currently been um, announced going into tonight's Monday Night Raw. I mean, already, if nothing, I mean, and obviously we're going to have a lot of other things, but if nothing else, those are three massive things. To your point, uh, again, why, how can we dub something WrestleMania anything talking about WrestleMania Backlash last night, have one title match and have, you know, just an abundance of superstars not participating and then turn around the very next day and do a hard pivot and we're moving forward with title. Not that I'm complaining because this sounds like a great show, but exactly like you said, you know, I thought, anyway, you can't tag something with WrestleMania and not have it be spectacular. So that's that. When I, every time I hear Hartford, I think about the Hartford Whalers jerseys, iconic jerseys, and uh, my iconic 1979-80 card, Gordy Howe, same year that Wayne Gretzky's rookie card was issued. Gordy Howe on that card wearing the Hartford Whalers jersey. It's the white one, I believe, the home jersey. So every time I hear Hartford, that's what I think about. I'm already fired up for tonight. I did not know. I purposely do not look at what's going on for tonight because I want to hear it firsthand from you on Talk That Talk so I can, you know, react and enjoy in the moment. So, uh, 
Wow, man, we're in for a treat. So uh, we are. So uh, we've got uh, five minutes left now, and uh, it is time for our three things we want to see. So if you would, kind Once, sir. Once, twice, three times a lady. Okay, uh, Mr. Shane, if you would, give us your first, uh, your first thing. My first thing is that I need Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch ratcheting everything up a gazillion notches. This, these two superstars are worthy of top billing every night, every show, every pay-per-view, and we need more. They're both magic on the mic. They're both fantastic in the ring, and we need both of them getting as much time as possible. And I want to see more Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair tonight. All right, um, I, I I do want to. Uh, I'm hoping for um, uh, Roman Reigns uh, to be there tonight. I think the ass of the table needs to show up. You know, he and his, his goof line got the victory last night. So I'm kind of hoping, you know, you got a new contract. You're not doing so many uh, house shows. Let's see you on Raw tonight and see what you uh, see who challenges you next or what your challenge is. I have a feeling it will be Drew McIntyre on SmackDown. But let's just see what happens if you come to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I mean, something I'll say about that is just that, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm not discounting what you're saying, but I do feel like we're, we're entering, you know, we're entering scenarios more and more often where and I know we were leading up to a pay-per-view but don't you feel like the the waters are getting a little bit muddied as far as the brands go to where it's like you got people showing up on the other brand not saying I'm against that but it's starting to become I don't know like I don't want the brands to lose their worth and the superstars associated with each brand uh, to lose their worth either do you know what I mean so it's like Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. So I just feel like there's a little bit, like the lines are a little bit blurred. And I don't know how, like, well, I don't feel good about that unless it's for a specific scenario or an invasion or what have you. Or when someone shows up on the opposite brand, it really needs to be a surprise. And they really need to blow the doors off saying that we're not from here and we're infiltrating. It just feels like it's all kind of blending in. Uh, How do you feel about that? I know we're tight on time, but how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Like, you know, we were supposed to, from what I've always known it as, is that the two brands don't really mingle. You know, you don't get superstars coming over. And if I'm not mistaken, there is always one day or one show that, you know, you are allowed to do that. It's once once a year or something like that, that they allow certain superstars to come over. And that's it. Um, so if you're going to have it where you're supposed, they're supposed to be on their own brand, keep it that way. Stop mingling them. Yeah. You know, so it has to be something special, right? Like when we had, you know, when we had SmackDown invade Raw and they had the SmackDown t-shirts on, you know, they showed up in the locker room and put a beating on everyone and vice versa. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Like, that's fantastic. right? I think that was leading up to Survivor Series one year because they were all wearing the shirts, right? Um, So uh, second thing I guess I'm looking forward to tonight, uh, like I'm going with the title matches. So the tag teams, is Street Profits against who? Right, so this is so. What are we doing here? Okay, so, bro. For me, 
you know, I don't like to think of it in terms of, oh, or someone going to drop the belts on a brand. I don't like to talk like that. I know a lot of other shows and, and websites that talk like that. I don't. So for me, you know, the Street Profits, yes, RK Bro are a well-oiled machine, but, you know, the Street Profits are no joke, man. Like, is this finally the night where they take the belts? So I guess the second thing I would want to see is I'd want to see the Street Profits take the belts off of RK Bro. And even though I said earlier I'm not a fan of anyone, an individual being associated with a tag team when we're going, you know, three uh, six-man tag teams for no reason. Uh, however, all that being said, if it takes Elias to come down and, you know, put the business on RK Bro in order to tip the scales in the favor of the Street Profits... I'm okay with that. I'm walking with Elias. I want the Street Profits to take the belts tonight. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I love RK Bro. All right. My 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 second thing that I want to see here tonight is uh, Becky Lynch um, and Asuka battle for number one contendership for Bianca Belair's title. I want to see a match. I want to see them go at it. Um, I think we need to get this sorted and get ready for Hell in a Cell. Change your last thing. Oh, sorry. Okay, so um, my last thing goes back to our boy, man. Show Kevin Owens some love. Kevin Owens needs to disassociate himself. Now they got him linked up with Alpha Academy. But in the same breath that I'm saying, you no, know, if Elias is to come down, tip the scales. I kind of said that tongue in cheek, but the street profits don't need any help. Is that Seth uh, Kevin Owens? Are we calling out Seth Rollins? You know, what are we doing? Are you going to keep fooling around with Elias? Like, when are you going to put your foot down and let, you know, the WWE know enough is enough? And I know I say this week in and week out, but I'll continue to say it because it is nuts, Darren. It's nuts. Absolutely nuts that Kevin Owens is like, he's just floating around. And even tonight, now I'm looking forward to the MVP lounge, but even tonight, like, are we getting the KO show? Like, they got him doing the KO show. They got him linking up with tag teams. They got him wrestling Stone Cold, even though, not, no disrespect to Stone Cold, but taking him out of the you know, mix of the current superstars. They don't have him challenging for belts. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It is. Um, my last thing I want to see is... I don't even know. Um, I haven't really prepared myself for this last and final thing. Um, I... I the uh, smack the women's tag team titles. Um, as much as they uh, are defending them this week on SmackDown, I want them there tonight. I want a match with them tonight. Naomi and Sasha, I want them there. Be upset at that, especially since we've been seeing them. You know, sometimes they're individual uh, and individual matches. Sometimes they're together, so I wouldn't be mad at that either. Especially like you said, is that you know, like I said, we've been seeing a lot of brands uh, coming in and out. So we shall see. I think one thing's certain. Based on what we do know, is matches are booked for tonight. We're going to have a hell of a show. We are. We definitely are. And I'm going to put this out to you. A lot of people have commented this. A lot of people are interested in seeing this. Would you be against or for Naomi joining the bloodline as she is married to one of the Usos in real life? Think about it. Let me know in the post show. Fair enough. And don't ever forget, my friend. Keep on talking in the free world. Talk that talk. Talking about 
That's what I'm talking about. Are you talking to me? Talk that talk. Provided by Off The Hook, the platform for the people. Step into the studio and talk that talk. Get off the sidelines, man. Mm-hmm.